Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. Hey, what's up, Bar listeners? Before we get into this episode, want to let you know that today's show is brought to you by AGTV. That's right. The people that made the American Gospel documentary has come up with a streaming service app. It's pretty much like Netflix for solid biblical content. Go to watch AGTV. Use the code BAR, the number one, to get 10% off the monthly rate. AGTV is so awesome. They also have our very own Just Thinking podcast on there. So you want to make sure you go to watchagtv.com. Use the code BAR, the number one, for 10% off. To the bar, come on and pull up a seat and open up your Bible. What a wonderful feast! The living bread, and we're discussing what it means for the streets, the inner cities, and the burbs, and every person we meet. This is where we challenge worldviews that we hear from world news. In light of the scripture, we are here to serve you. We're your source for resources to help you on your way as you battle mean forces. This is for the people who can see the importance of sound theology and the scripture that support it. And this is for the truth lovers, biblically reforming, preaching Christ to the nations. Yeah, welcome to the the Reformation, yeah. The bar, biblical and reformed. Welcome everybody to the bar. It's your boy Dwayne in the building, right back in here another Tuesday. Super excited as always to be coming through your speakers, through your earbuds, wherever you listen to the bar. We're grateful that you're listening. And like I do every week, I love to start the show with shouting out the listeners, man. You guys are awesome. I know I say it every Tuesday and you might be getting tired of it, but I can't thank you enough, man. You guys are awesome. Your way you support the bar, the way you buy the gear, the way you tell your friends about us and your neighbors and even your enemies. We appreciate that. And we want to thank you for uh for for just listening to the bar being a, a solid listener and rocking with us for so long man so tell somebody about it do us a favor and tweet it uh facebook it, instagram it let people know that you're listening to the bar and, and tell them why they should be listening to the bar and also like i do every tuesday i bring you an excellent guest i hope i have not disappointed you yet because today i'm sure i will definitely knock your socks off with this one we have mr <laughs> jared how are you today sir I'm good, Dwayne. I'm so happy to be here with you, man. Awesome, awesome, sir. So, so for those that don't know, Jared, I'm gonna give you the floor to introduce yourself. Anything you want to, you know, uh, tell the, the listeners about yourself, whether it's personal or professional, I'm gonna give you the floor to do that right here. Sure. So, my name is Jared Longshore, and I serve as a pastor of Grace Baptist Church in Cape Coral, Florida, down in. Southwest Florida. And uh, I'm married to my wife, Heather. We got six kids, uh, born and raised Floridian, redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ, graduate of uh, Southern Seminary, and I serve as the administrative director of Founders Ministries. So 
that's a little sketch right there for you, man. I don't know if you want any more than that. Nah, that's that's perfect. You hit all the highlights. And um, we're going to kick it off, man. Um, one thing I like about my show is we like to focus on local pastors and things that they do in that arena. So before I get into the founder stuff, all the stuff that I eventually want to get to, let's talk about uh, being a local pastor uh, in the, the Florida area. Uh, what are some of the challenges you face there? And was this a plant or are you on staff? Like, tell us a little bit about that role and everything there. Yeah, yeah, man. The greatest challenges. I don't know that they change a whole lot, you know, the world, the flesh, and the devil. So we're trying to mm. proclaim the gospel and face those uh, realities of spiritual warfare and standing against uh, the rules and authorities and principalities in heavenly places kind of thing. But uh, as far as my service right now at Grace Baptist Church, I serve as an associate pastor there alongside of Tom Askell. I've been here for, I guess, four years now. I served locally in the same area, uh, two other congregations prior to serving here. So I guess I've been doing it, I don't know, man, 12 years now or so, something like that. So nice. I'm an elder at Grace. Uh, we have uh, a team of elders that shepherd the flock here, a faithful congregation whom I'm amazed that I get to uh, shepherd each and every day. So. Wow. Yeah, that that's that's awesome. That's awesome. And, and, you know, that role is important. You know, a lot of times people always look to with a teaching elder or, you know, the person to face. But um definitely being a uh, associate uh there and helping with that that is as admirable man I, I took my hat off to anybody that's in ministry man so uh for sure on that um uh, let's talk about the founders connection so how did you get connected with founders and uh what was that process like yeah i grew up in a southern baptist church so you know heard the gospel from the time i was young and uh as i got into seminary, I started, I started at Trinity Evangelical Divinity School and took some classes on Jonathan Edwards. So I started to get steeped in Edwards and Piper and reading Wayne Grudem's Systematic Theology and was coming to Reformed convictions about that time. And then all of a sudden, I hear about this uh, founder's ministry and this guy, Tom Askell, who was serving a church like 30 minutes away from where I was serving and heard about the Southern Baptists having a, a heritage of the 1689 Confession and Reformed theology, and I had no clue. So the world that I'd kind of entered in with Edwards, Piper, Grudem, um, mm. and broader Reformed evangelical movements that were going on at the time, all of a sudden I found out that you know the, there was a Baptist heritage in this. I just had no idea, even having been kind of born and bred in a Baptist context. So latched on to the 1689 at that time and uh, got to know Tom and eventually planted the church out of Grace Baptist Church where I serve now for a few years and then came back to Grace. And in doing that, got connected with Tom and he's been executive director of Founders Ministries for, I don't know how many years, 30 something years, been around for a really long time. And uh, as my friendship with him grew, I came on the board of Founders and now serve as the administrative director. So that's kind of how I journeyed the founders mm. ministry gotcha and so uh 
how, how long have you been in the role of uh, administrative director? Uh, I think it's been a couple years now. So when I got to know Tom, you know, I'm younger than he. I'm probably I'm young enough to be his son. So I came to Founders and said, "Man, you guys, this is ridiculous. The amount of content that they have. It just goes. I think 1983 is when Founders Ministries was established. I was negative one at the time. And you get all these." <laughs> You got all these, uh, you know, I'm looking around at Reformed Evangelicalism, seeing this, you know, just lots of well-done stuff, be it, you know, logos and videos and everything else. And here's this treasure trove, man, of awesome, theologically rich, healthy church stuff at Founders, but nobody knew about it. Nobody knew anything. So a part of me uh, coming on is we've tried to kind of revamp the aesthetics, you know, some of the guys didn't have an aesthetic bone in their body, and, uh, and I actually I'm not the I'm not the king of book covers either. But you know, compared to some of the old dogs that were around, gotcha. uh, I was able to get us at least get us a website. You know, that was was it kind of put us out there, and people are rediscovering a ministry that's been around for a long time. Wow, that's awesome, and that actually kind of led into uh, my next question of you know some of the things that you you implemented, and and that that is a good one um, because it's so true, man. You, uh, Founders has so much, so much material and so much content, and uh, it would be a shame if it was you know buried underneath you know just dry uh, covers or or websites that you can't, you know, direct on. So what are some other things that, that you hope to do there uh, as, you know, time progress and technology? What are some of the things that uh, you plan to do or or is some on, on the board's mind to do as far as keeping up with technology and, and uh, using other means to, to get the, the word of the gospel out there? Huh. Well, when it comes to the technolo- technology and mediums, I'm afraid that, uh, you know, I, I'm not really the guy that knows anything of what we would do. I know theologically, I know that we are uh, the ministry exists for the recovery of the gospel and the reformation of local churches, you know, which gives us uh, a broad enough purpose to really it, it, we're a teaching ministry. So we're going to dig in on issues that come up. The uh, we have articles that we um, post online, and just tons of those is usually some kind of fresh content up there every day. We've got a journal that we publish quarterly. I think it's in its hundredth and eighth issue or so by now. Uh, we have a study center at founders.org where guys can get seminary level theological education. We have a press, Founders Press, that's published a bunch of books down through the years and still still does. Well, we're holding this conference, you know, and uh, at Grace here in uh, Cape Coral, Florida, the Southeast Regional Founders Conference coming up in uh, just a few weeks. So we we intend to continue to do things of that nature. Gotcha. That's that's awesome. That's good. So you alluded to the conference um, coming up. Talk a little bit about that. And then there's another one. Well, I guess it, I, we might be talking about the same one. But tell tell us a little bit about the conference that you just mentioned coming up in a few weeks. Yeah, we got a Southeast Regional Founders Conference being held in Cape Coral, Florida, uh, January. It's like the first week of January, uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. You can find all the details on founders.org. Uh, but it's really, um, if 
developed around Micah 6-8. So do justice, love kindness, and walk humbly. We've got Vody Bauckham that's going to be coming in. Uh, Josh Bice, who is behind the G3 conference in Atlanta, he's coming in. Tom's going to speak. I'm going to speak. And we've got Toby Sumter from uh, out there in Idaho. He's part of the Cross Politic podcast. He's going to come in and speak as well. Exit Cross Politic, I believe, is coming to do a live show there. So Jealous. hopefully we'll be able to really get down into the nitty gritty of some of these issues going on with justice and the reformed evangelical world and the relationship between that and the broader cultural initiatives of social justice. It just seems to be a very important conversation that sadly, uh, it does seem that there's, there's a lot of animosity out there and it's kind of like camps forming and um, even a, possibly a tendency not to talk about the issue or not to talk to one another. Hopefully all that can you know, go out the window and we can see that the issue of justice is one that's very, very important to us, obviously, Micah 6 eight. So right. the question is not whether we are to live justly in the world. I think every Christian says absolutely our job is to do justice in the world. But the fact that we're so confused about it right now is concerning. I think it should be concerning. To Christians, if we, we need to back them and say, what, um, what is the gospel? What is the law? Um, and so we're hoping to hammer down on a number of those issues. Vody plans on uh, speaking on cultural Marxism, speaking on ethnic Gnosticism, something that he's talked about in the past. We've got an address on sexuality, an address on complementarianism. So we're trying to basically open the word concerning these very important topics. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. That conference actually starts on my birthday, January the 5th. Um, oh, that's good, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good birthday present. Somebody want to fly me to Florida. Any of my listeners, just, just FYI. <laughs> oh man, you got to get a ticket now. You got to get one since your birthday. I know, man. I know. Yeah. And and I don't know if you caught my jealous remark. I was messing with uh, Mr. Chocolate Knox himself from Cross Politics uh, via text message that uh, I was like, wow, you guys get invited down to do a live podcast. I am definitely jealous. And uh, and it's not going to happen again. I'll put my foot in the door and it's going to be me coming down the next time. He thought that was very, very funny. <laughs> oh, man, you come on down here. Cause look, we're going to baptize that brother. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> we've, already, we've already talked about this. It's a we setup, got right? Ready, man. You can join in. We can do like a, we can do like a triple a triple baptism on or something. Awesome. Awesome. Good stuff, man. No, that, that sounds excellent, man. Um, and, you know, we've had uh, – uh, time on the show, um, and I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Daryl Harris and Virgil. Yeah. Um, they have the podcast Just Thinking on our network. So our listeners pretty much know where we stand when it comes to justice and the gospel, and we totally agree. You know, justice is it, it is required. You know, and um, and you know, there's a there's a blur line going on, and and um, and 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 I'm glad that we're ready to. I hope we get to a place where we can have that conversation. So, yeah, man, so I'm excited about the conference, and we're going to put a link to the conference in the show notes for the listeners. Make sure you guys sign up to uh, to go check it out and and uh, and and go from there, man. Um, so let's let's backpedal just a little bit. Um, you say you you graduated from uh, 
from which which uh, school you went to? I went to Southern uh, Seminary in Louisville, Kentucky. Gotcha, in Southern. So how was, because uh, you, you was talking about your experience and, you know, going into the Reformed faith, and you kind of, you know, gave us a little bit about, you know, reading different people and then finding, you know, it later. How was that that transition? Because, you know, this is the bar where we're biblical and Reformed. We, we definitely adhere to the, you know, the, the Reformed faith. Um, how, how, how can, can you describe a little bit that transition? Because a lot of my listeners are new to it or just discovering it. Um, what was that that progression like? And like, it, was there like a eureka moment or was it just like, oh, OK, it all, it all makes sense now? Yeah, it, you know, I had a professor at uh, Trinity Evangelical Divinity School that did a good job of just uh, presenting these doctrines. Uh, and talking about the different perspectives, in what way an Arminian would explain um, the nature of sin and the human experience, and then the Reformed doctrine of the matter. So as he charted that out, he did a really good job, and it, it seemed clear to me that the Scripture uh, it was teaching this Reformed faith. And um, so that was a big part of it, is uh, systematic theology classes at Trinity with a good prof that was articulating these things as i mentioned uh edwards played a big role but in 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 one sense the first time i heard about these doctrines i mean they were they're there they're biblical they're clear and i had not heard them before you know i had heard of the truth of the lord jesus christ and what he's accomplished on the cross and yet here was being unearthed for me the doctrines that undergird that gospel and uh, demonstrate the sovereign grace of God in it and highlight uh, the fact that I'm totally depraved and have received um, sheer grace from God. So mm. it was big. I remember there was uh, definitely a transition that took place um, as these truths began to be revealed to me. Awesome. Good deal, man. Good deal. So right here, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Hey, I'm Daryl, and I'm here with my wife, Karen. What's up? And we're the hosts of the What Are We Even Doing Here podcast, the podcast that seeks to answer the question that we all ask, what are we even doing here? We cover topics such as marriage, family, life, and living a Christian life in this crazy world. We don't have all the answers, but we know where to look. Subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on SoundCloud as we seek the kingdom of God and find out what we are even doing here. Grace and peace. All right, we're back in here with my man, Mr. Jared. Um, appreciate you, man, taking time out of your busy schedule, fighting the Florida winds to uh, <laughs> come on the podcast. <laughs> I appreciate that, sir. Um, so what I like to do on the back end, Get Jared. Outside you know, out here. Yeah, man, it's crazy. <laughs> Get outside. It's hot out here. <laughs> yeah. we. I know we got to come, man. I, I, I hope somebody bless me with an opportunity to go to Florida on my birthday. That would be an awesome birthday gift. Just FYI again. But anyway, um, on the back end, man, I like to do the bar signature questions. These are three questions I ask all of my guests. Pretty different, unique questions that kind of fun. And um, we're going to kick it right off with the first signature question is, what kind of music do you listen to? You know, I listen to my kids play around on the piano in the mornings, doing their piano practice. That's some music that comes into my ears. <laughs> uh, beyond that, when I'm riding in the car, I'm all about 
you know, podcasts or audible books. So I don't have a lot of, a lot of music there, but every now and then when I'm writing, you know, or answering email or something, I like to pull up some blues. I like Louisiana blues, Delta Mm -hmm. blues. That seems to be where I usually stay at when I'm uh, listening to music. Awesome. Good deal. Second signature bar question is what book or books are you currently reading? I got a lot of them going, but I'll tell you two that uh, have really struck me as important that I've read recently. Uh, the first is Sam Renahan has written a book on uh, 17th century English Baptist federalism, 17th century covenant theology uh, among Baptists. So there's been this pretty big resurgence of covenant theology conversations happening among the Reformed Baptists uh, from what everything from New Covenant on the one hand, the kind of progressive covenantalism, progressive dispensationalism over to uh, the Baptist position of covenant theology that basically just adopts the Presbyterian system of mm-hmm. one one covenant, two administrations, but doesn't add uh, the baptism of children. Sam has has rediscovered, or at least is kind of putting out there again, this position held by many of the Baptists of uh, what some are calling 1689 federalism, an understanding of the covenant relationship, that that the covenant of grace is revealed in the Old Testament, and it is inaugurated or established in the new, that the new covenant really is new, and therefore the, the covenant of grace is typologically uh, related to the Old Covenant. But the Old Covenant itself, the Abrahamic, Mosaic, Davidic uh, covenants were temporal in nature, physical in nature, conditional in nature. So um, that is a, I mean, that is a great book. I would encourage if you're, if you're in the Baptist uh, realm and you're Reformed, I would encourage you to pick that book up. It's, it's uh, a bit heavy sledding at times. But Sam has just killed it. It's like the key book on the issue of uh, Baptist Covenant theology as I see it right now. Awesome. So that's number one. Um, the other book that I've really enjoyed is uh, Ben Sass's book, The Vanishing American Adult. Uh, ben Sass, this American senator, wrote this book about America's passivity problem. He does that in the first half. He says we've got a passivity problem. He tells this great story about serving as president of a college, and he told some of the students to set up a 20-foot Christmas tree for the Christmas season. And what happens is the students uh, decorated the Christmas tree, but they only decorated like the bottom six to eight feet of the Christmas tree. They left the whole top half empty. And a teacher came by and said, you know, what's the deal? You guys, you said you're done, but the tree's not done. And they said, uh, they said, well, we didn't know what to do. We didn't know how to get the decorations any higher. And the teacher was flabbergasted. So like, was there not a ladder in the gym? You know, could you not mm-hmm. find some kind of administration to ask to see if you could complete the task? And uh, Sass says the teacher was just met with blank stares. You know, that in, this, this is an indication of our passivity problem. And he charts that through all kinds of stuff, the education um, and John Dewey's pragmatism that has come in that's just caused all kinds of nonsense, the delay in marriage that goes on. 
so he charts it through a number of spheres, and then he presents an active solution to that problem. You know, reading books, um, um, gathering different ages together, rather than this kind of age-segregated uh, moment in which we live. And I think he addresses some technology there too. So that book was very helpful for me. Thinking about raising six kids and trying to um, recover this sense of responsibility and um, and hard work, you know, and, and solving problems. Um, so I'd highly recommend that one too, man. Awesome. Awesome. Those are two really good, really good references, man. Um, and I, I, man, that's, that's awesome. I hope my listeners take advantage of that. Uh, all right. Next signature bar question and last signature bar question. What podcasts or sermons do you listen to? You know, I'm all over those cross politic guys right now. Just can't get enough of uh, what they're doing out there. I think they, they're uh, post-millennialism uh, with a happy face and a little dance. That whole flavor <laughs> they've got going is so on the money. I, I just, with what's going on in the culture, um, I, I, can't, I can't get enough of what they're doing. I think that they're a model for what's going to need to happen because we have, you know, I was just talking to Knox the other day about um, these issues of social justice. And he, he, I think he framed it really well. He said, we're trying to embrace the problems of the past, acknowledge them, just look them straight in the eye. Just, this is some outright wickedness. There's some judges level wickedness that has happened. But what's happening is we're trying to embrace that, but we're trying to fight these bad solutions that are being offered right now. And it seems that if you if you fight the bad solutions that are being offered, then you become a denier of the past evils. And that that's a really dangerous setup as I see it, uh, even for broader reformed evangelicalism. And I'm hoping I, I think cross politics has a sense of, well, yeah, we're we're acknowledging that justice is important, that evils have happened, they have existed, they do exist presently. But I don't see those guys being fooled by the really bad solutions that are being offered right now that are actually going to perpetuate injustice. They're going to perpetuate um, this, uh, this animosity and this oppression. So I think it's, it is a big moment. And if we can get Christians saying, hey, you know what? Jesus reigns, Matthew 28, when it says all authority has been given to me, Christ meant that in heaven and on earth, all of it all of it on heaven and uh, in heaven and on earth. And therefore we are to go and uh, be the sons and daughters of light. So that's a long answer to your question, man, but I like what those cross politics <laughs> guys do. I think they get that. Oh no, that's legit. Yeah. I've, I've had every member of that team on the podcast. Love all those guys. Uh, they do excellent work. Definitely recommend them to anybody. Um, so man, that that's, that's on the money, man. I appreciate that. All right, Jared, man, what are we going to do on the, the the tail end to finally close up the show? I'm going to give you the floor, man, to uh, any announcements, any words of encouragement. I'm going to give you the floor to do that here, and then I'll come back with the close. Yeah, man, it related to the other things I've been saying. If I had one word of encouragement for Reformed Evangelicalism, it would be uh, remember the gospel of Jesus Christ and and grow in your knowledge of that gospel and its relationship to the law of God. 
law gospel, Puritans labored this point. Uh, this is the, the marrow of theology. You have to be able to understand these things. If you're going to be in Christian ministry, if you're going to be a pastor, um, Luther says you, you've got to understand these things. And I think that that's at the foundation of a lot of what's going on right now. So when it comes to the gospel, who is the Lord Jesus Christ? What has the Lord Jesus Christ done in this world? And why in the world does that matter for human beings created in the image of God who are fallen? And Jesus Christ has lived, died, and risen again. He's done that for sinners. So this we want to take this message of believe upon the Lord Jesus Christ. Trust him. That's the only way out of the mess that we're in. And then uh, those who have, uh, what are they to do then? Well, they're to obey the law of God. They obey the law of, his father, of their father. And that's a good thing. It's not a bad thing. It's not something we should shrink back from. And, and in that, what is the law of God? Make sure you know it. And watch out for those who are telling people what they should do, like the Pharisees did, but they're not actually basing it on the law of God. There's a whole lot of shoulds. Um, but what does the law tell us to do? So I think law gospel would be something I would encourage people to dig into. Uh, a guy named Ernie, Re Ernie Riesinger wrote a book called The Law and the Gospel. Uh, Puritan and Reform published it a while back. Founders Press actually has intentions of publishing that in the near future. So uh, people can look out for that. That'd be a great resource to get started. Awesome, man. Awesome. Good stuff, man. Well, again, appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to come on the show. To the listeners, make sure you check out all the show notes click on all the links we're gonna have links to everything that we talked about on the show also if you can leave us a review itunes they still take reviews man leave us a five-star review let them know how much you like your favorite podcast and tell a friend tell a neighbor also visit our our website for the gear the bargear.com it's to it's toboggan season or beanie or whatever unless you're in florida if you're in florida get a t-shirt we also got uh, <laughs> ball caps but for everybody else. Uh, we got beanies, hoodies, and sweaters. Represent your favorite part, your favorite podcast, y'all. Until next time, God bless you guys, and we are out. What's up, bar listeners? It's finally here, the bar exclusive content. Yes, that's right. You can sign up to receive exclusive content as low as $2 a week or $5 a month, $50 for the year to get exclusive content. What is the exclusive content? I'm glad you asked. The exclusive content is additional information from my guests, extra time with them in like the green moon setting, laid back, them asking me questions, I ask them questions, and also the Facebook group. You get an invitation to the Facebook group where we will have discount codes for the bar gear and many many more make sure you sign up the links in the show notes join the vip inside the bar group and we'll see you there